Yeah, you're uh, you are good to go whenever you want, my friend. All right. Trying to make this like intro, like not seeing that it's you know not planned, even though we're planning it. I'm we just want to be fun. super casual. Yeah, like wild casual about it. All right. Chill. So, this is from a uh, AP article from a couple days ago. Um, a Kentucky woman told police she quote drank a bunch of beer and drove 150 miles an hour to quote teach her son a lesson. <laughs> It is unclear what the lesson was, but she now faces charges. Did he learn it? I, I'm not sure. She did, I think. Look, here's a lesson. Don't drive drunk. Look what happens when you drink too much alcohol. But if you do, drive 150 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, man. If you're going to do it, do it big. Go here's all out. Here's the thing. If you're going to drive drunk, if you crash, you better die. Because if you come home, I'm going to whoop your ass. Driver. I said, drivers. Start your engines. Hello, and you are welcome for listening to On Wisconsin. This is the national portion of our podcast. We are at full strength today up in Wisconsin. We got Bill. Yo, yo. Moving a little bit west out in Minnesota. Jeremy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And all the way east, we have Brady. Hi, hi. That's me. Perfect. All right, we're going to jump right into some NBA talk. Brady, Boogie is back. Yeah, he is. So Boogie played his first game last night, and it was uh, just as terrifying and as phenomenal as you would have expected. Um, his, fir- like his first possession in the game, he ran a pick and roll with Kevin Durant and got a wide open, just very aggressive dunk. Um, and I just, I just need you to uh, guys to like listen to the stat line because it is the perfect Boogie Cousins stat line. He played 15 minutes, scored 14 points, and had six personal fouls. Nice. Because Boogie is always on brand 100% of the time and never, ever, ever stops fouling people. Like 15 minutes and six fouls, that's insane. Since we're like degenerates now, is there is there like a prop bet on how many games until him and Draymond fist fight in the in the middle of the court? Um, I've seen Twitter polls about that, but no official betting. Ooh, okay. I'm also not a de- degenerate. Jeremy, you're a degenerate. Do you want to? <laughs> is there? Have you seen anything? No, but I bet you I could find one. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I am uh, on it. I am on it. So okay, with him coming back, who loses playing time? That Looney guy. Yeah. But, I mean, Kevon Looney still played 28 minutes last night. Boogie just started. Ooh, okay. Uh, so, does Kevon Looney become then the trade piece? Because we got the trade deadline coming up here. Uh, no, I think they're probably just going to keep him because he's getting paid like six pennies, and he's not any good. He's just on the Warriors. But this is just insanity because the Warriors just got one of the best centers back, and he doesn't even have to be good because he's on the Warriors. Um, I think they are going to keep Looney, Mike, because obviously if Boogie is going to foul out in 14 minutes, then <laughs> we're going to need someone to play for him. I, well, I see. I have a, I have a, a little coaching tip for Steve Kerr. Because um, Boogie is going to foul out in probably 15 to 20 minutes every game, just sit him the whole first half and then play him like two, three, four, maybe five minutes into the third quarter and just let him play the whole the rest of the game. And then he'll foul out. Like maybe he'll foul out, like at the very end of the game. But he'll like you just gotta time it. You know, you gotta time those twenty minutes so he can't get his six fouls. Do you think his headband is so good? He has one of the better like headbands in the league. Like 
him without a headband does not look good. Like even without the headband for a little bit. Can you imagine Boogie Cousins without a headband playing basketball? Without a headband, he looks like he's 45. And with one, he looks like he's a spry 23-year-old. Yeah, because if you're, if you're wearing a headband, you kind of have to look a little mean or a little angry. Like, that's what makes headbands work. Like, you got to look a little menacing. And so, like, he's got, like, like his, the scowl he did after he dunked the first time. It's, like, the best – it's got to be the best scowl in the NBA. He's got the best, like, stank face out of anybody. Ever since Ray Allen retired, no one has like taken up that mantle. Is it Boogie or is there someone else with a better with a better skull? I mean, LeBron Boogie's tries, happened. but eh. no. LeBron, LeBron, is fake. LeBron, like sometimes. I mean, I don't, I don't want to trust Jeremy's opinion on that. Nah, because it's I'm not horribly biased. Jeremy, but like we should just whenever we talk about LeBron, Jeremy needs to be like muted and excluded from the rest of the podcast just for that like five minutes we talk about LeBron. Because you already know his take. It's LeBron is dumb and stupid all the time. <laughs> He's a fake tough guy, and his snarl is fake too. So hey. hold on, let, let, let's do this. Let's let's do this. Let's go all NBA first team scowls of guys playing right now. So Ooh. Boogie's on there right now. I think I think an underrated one. D Wade has a pretty solid scowl, but yeah, we don't see does. him very often because he hasn't been good since like 2014. James yeah. Harden. James Harden is your starting point guard on that team. He Ooh. does have a good scowl. That's good. Yeah. Every time uh, he dunks. I think Giannis has a pretty good stank face after he dunks. Oh yeah, Giannis has got a good stank face. He does it. He I think he does it a little too often for my for my liking. But you know that's just me. I think I think the stank face needs to be like pulled out in dramatic moments because he dunks on everybody all the time. So it's like he kind of needs to use it like blue steel. Yes, yes, it's like blue steel. You can't just be you can't just be pulling it out all of the time. Sure. Is there gonna, is um, there gonna be is there gonna be a white person on this team? Absolutely not. Okay. Why? Why would you ask that? Because white people aren't scary. No, I. Mm, wow. Birdman was pretty scary. That's a, yeah. Birdman's pretty pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't scary when he entered the league. <laughs> you ever seen the pictures of him when he first got in? It was just after the child pornography that he got scared. <laughs> oh no! Does, He's hanging out with Jared from Subway. <laughs> Does Blake Griffin have a good mean mug? I feel like he's got a decent one. Ooh. Blake Griffin, maybe. I, I think he's like a second team. He he's an all he's an all NBA second team scout. He just looks grumpy all the time, and I think that's where I get it. Yeah, I'm um, trying to Brady. think who else, who else is a good scout. I'll I'll, I'll nominate. Uh, I've seen Sam Decker scout like twice. Okay, back he, off, Mike. You're disqualified from the conversation. He's, he's the he's the twelfth man on the bench. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 his entire career. He fits the he fits the mold. Can't argue um, that. All right. Let me hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself. I'm, I'm gonna find if there's a if there's a list out there. I mean, Jimmy has a decent scowl, right? I thought about Jimmy, but he just has a bunch of faces. I wouldn't say a scowl. He just yeah. he's good at making faces. Also, quick update: there is no Ooh. futures bets on Boogie Cousins being ejected and throwing punches. Man, we got nothing. Um, we gotta get on that. While Mike is muted, while well, he's back now, but is, um, is is Kendrick Perkins still in the league? Ooh, I don't think so. No, but that's just okay. how his face always looks. So I don't think that counts. It's yeah, like... I mean, he he has a scowl. Dude. I, I think does does Russ have a good scowl? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, he's he a does. big hammer dunk. Like he's got that like kind of crooked smile, like 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 kind of like crooked lips. Like it's decent. When he ex- he explodes for one, you think he might just fight somebody on the way down? Yeah, or or he's like he's like fist fighting the rim when he dunks. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
That's a good one. Um, I just want to bring this back to the headbands real quick. Earlier, Brady, you had said most of the dudes who wear headbands have uh, have scowls. Oh, I got one here. Um, well, you have to, I think you have to be scary to to effectively wear a headband. Sure. Counterpoint, Jason Terry. <laughs> Counterpoint, Jared Dudley. I have a I have a second teamer. Okay. Montrez Harrell. He wears oh, like yeah. he wears he wears the headband that's like a, a it's like a bandana. He's got the tie in the back. I would I would like to nominate uh, Bobby Portis as well, just because he's terrifying. Ooh, good one. <laughs> All the time. Good Ooh, one. Brady. Paul George has got a good scowl. Who who's the coach of this team? Is it Pop? Is Pop the coach? You know, it's Quinn Snyder. Is it? Ooh, he's a scary looking coach. I was gonna say Tibbs. Just I was he gonna say Tibbs that. too. Because he always has that – he's always scowling. He's always got, like, the furrowed brow, and he's yelling. That, but Quinn Snyder's a good one, too. He's just always angry. Quinn Snyder just looks scary. Well, if it could be any coach who looks scary, it's Brian Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> that man is perpetually cherry tomato face, just screaming at somebody. <laughs> oh, no, no. If we're going all time, it's, uh, it's uh, um, Bobby Knight. Ooh, gross. Oh, I guess that would that would probably make more. That would probably fit better. But yeah. that's we're going all time. That's true. So is Tibbs allowed to be nominated because he's not our head coach anymore? He oh, was. you're right. He got fired. So we can hire him. Welcome aboard, so Quinn Snyder. You guys, because like when Pop when when Pop yells, he's very scary. Yeah. Yes, indeed, he is. Brady, you know who okay. else has a headband and isn't scary? Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. What do you think about him? Uh, great segue to the next pod uh, topic, Jeremy. Thank you. Um, so, um, Melo came back into the news because we all collectively found out before the pod that he's still actually getting paid by the Rockets somehow. Um, because the Rockets, uh, the, the Nets just bought out Kenneth Fareed's contract and the Rockets want to sign him, but they need to get rid of Melo's contract off the books. Um, so I looked up his contract, and he's only getting paid $2.3 million this year. But um, does anybody want to take a guess at what his uh, contract buyout is? It was a if, lot. If they wanted to just get rid are, of him. Are we talking about – wait, are we talking about Mellow or Fareed's buyout? Mellow, Mellow. Nobody oh, cares. Oh, it's got to be – it's got to be it's like – It's got to be – it's so good. It's got to be double digits. So, so I just found this out. Um, apparently, like, your contract buyout – is um, it's by reducing the equivalent the amount equivalent to the vet minimum, so it's like the difference between your salary and the vet min. But that doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's it's uh, it's twenty five million dollars. He's so good. He's my hero, Bill. I was telling uh, Jeremy and Brady this before the podcast. Carmelo Anthony is my hero because if his goal in playing basketball was to get paid, he's the greatest of all time. He is somehow getting paid, not playing. He always got paid no matter where he went. Never once still got paid, and now his buyout is $25 million. And someone's going to buy him out. You want to know why he has a $25 million buyout? Because of the, the contract he signed with the Hawks. Yes, dude. So oh, good. They, agreed, they agreed to a $25.5 million buyout. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, man. He's the, the best. Hawks, the Hawks stay losing. <laughs> Car- Carmelo? They don't have to pay it. The Rockets are dumb enough to take his contract. Well, the the Hawks are dumb enough to give him that contract, and then they're also dumb enough to trade Doncic for uh, Trey Young. 
Yeah, that's gotta be, that's gotta be one of the dumbest moves in like that's gonna like we we're gonna look back on that like we're already looking back on that as like one of the dumbest moves we've ever seen. But like that's gonna be like that's gonna be like the Hornets trading Kobe Bryant. Like that's gonna be like just one of those all time like just dumb draft moves that a team makes. Oh yeah, that's an all timer that's like already being regretted. And Trey Young and Luka Doncic are gonna be just forever linked their whole careers. It's like, uh, wasn't, didn't, it's like, cause like who, who didn't take, who got drafted ahead of, uh, MJ because, cause the Blazers drafted some guy, right? Sam Bowie and Hakeem. Yeah. One, Sam Bowie. one team didn't miss on Hakeem, but you're right. Still That's didn't fair. get Michael Jordan. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Flynn will always be known as the pick ahead of stuff. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. The Wolves had two picks ahead of stuff. Was it two? Yes. Yeah. The Wolves picked two point guards before they picked him at nine. <laughs> uh and uh so so Melo is just winning just forever he's gonna go down in history as like the end like losing nba games but he should go down as the greatest of all time at getting paid is there anyone that's better at getting paid and not doing anything magic wow. johnson well i mean he got eights right that's well no he paying. got a, he got a 25 year 25 million dollar contract so you got the bottom that's not that much. No, but like back then it was, and it was like he's clearly not going to pay play for twenty five years. It was just like the sure. wink wink ownership stake thing. Like, hey, stick around, make more money well, after you're you done. That tells me about Magic Johnson. Guy doesn't understand inflation. That's what that tells me. <laughs> so I don't have some. I have a name. He's not better than Carmelo, but he's close. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks are still playing paying Larry Sanders like three million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's another good one because he just quit. Like he's not he just, even that, like, too bad to play. He was still good for the Bucks. And didn't he try to come back? He said he was gonna try, and then he didn't. That is so good. That is. He funny. said he, he said he was gonna try to come back when the Cavs were still had LeBron. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, oh, he's so, so he's definitely not on the level of Carmelo Anthony because he's clearly so much better. But didn't Michael Jordan make? like 30 something like 38 million dollars in his 1998 one-year deal it was like a stupid amount of money he might have i have no idea i i'm ignorant like you it was to, well a lot you know of jeremy you know what jeremy let me look that up while you get on here and argue with brady about one russell westbrook i'm excited what do you got um, for us so- brady well, it's just it's something that Jeremy put on the pod um, rundown. Here. I didn't put on her. I didn't put it on her. I did not write. He that. absolutely put it on. I her. did um, not. You absolutely put this on there. No, I didn't. Um, he just he just emphasized. <laughs> um, he he just wrote Russell Westbrook is bad, and I know I didn't write Russell what Russell Westbrook is bad. So I don't know who wrote that on there, but it wasn't me. And then Jeremy decided to um, bold it, ca- all caps it, and then I think change the font. I did, yes. Impact font, yeah. Um, so Russell Westbrook is having a historically bad shooting season, but he's also paradoxically having an amazing like season in every other facet but shooting and scoring, and it infuriates – excuse me, it infuriates Jeremy. And so I just want Jeremy to talk about why he hates him. $33 million, by the way, was what Jordan got. Yeah, in 1998? Holy crap. Anyway – I just, I can't handle it anymore. I've watched a few of these games, and I'm so done. So done. Just watching him dribble around, dribble around, do this drive to the basket. Doesn't even make the layups. And apparently he's having a career year at the rim. 
whatever, dude. It's, I can't handle <laughs> the things he's doing anymore. He was seven for 30 against the Lakers. Seven for 30. That's so bad, you guys. That's really bad. He's not doing anything that you want the star player of your team to do. I just don't get it. Except for averaging almost 10 assists a game. Wow, awesome. Nice job. Shoot! Stop yeah, shooting you know, the ball. Want, Please stop shooting the ball. Almost ever shot assists a game. I right want now. my super smart point guard who clearly knows basketball and knows what he's doing to take terrible shots that he knows he's not going to make and help my team win games that way. That's just great. Why are you not getting Paul George the ball in the last five minutes of the game and you're just saying, clear out, I'm just going to go take a layup and miss and then not run back on defense? Well, that's a coaching thing, right? Jeremy, do you have any respect for um, his – I guess, certain blindness on how bad of a shooter he is. Do you have any respect for the fact that he's just going to keep putting it up? I do. Only because I have this thought when I watch games that I don't think this. he may be just shooting aimlessly and knowing that he's not going to make it and his team knows he's not going to make it, but that's just like how he has to play. I don't think he can play any other way. He's just like, well, I have to shoot, and even if I'm not going to make it, like I'm just I'm open. I have to shoot it and he's not going to make it anyway. It's really weird conundrum to watch this game be played. Even even his free throw shooting is really bad this year. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, he's shooting 65% from from the free throw line, which is a, a career low by, like, 15%. Like, it's just trash. But the thing is, he's averaging 22 points, 2.5 steals, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. But he's just shooting like crap. He's shooting 41%. Could you imagine if he just, like, smartened up and stopped shooting so much? Yeah, I I wonder. I wonder if he just shot less. Because he's got to be one of the weirdest guys in the NBA. Like, the hardest guys to figure out. Where it's like, he cannot score efficiently. But he's going to pass and rebound, like, as good or if not better than everyone else. The last 12 games, he shot 20 or more shots. And that's just, you shouldn't be doing that. You just shouldn't be doing that. You need to find a new play style. You need to be running off ball, doing anything other than just isoing and taking these shots that we are all aware are not going in. You get Paul George involved more. Get the people on your team involved more. I don't understand yeah, so it. We've got a meeting with the head coach of the uh, the Thunder next week. We're going to talk to him about this stuff. Who um, is their head coach, Brady? Um, is it still Billy Donovan? It is. I See, I, well, that's what I said. I wasn't sure if he had gotten fired yet or not. Um but let's move on to the next thing because this is the one that I am specifically super excited about. But I think Mike and Bill have an update for us. I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna save it for uh, I'm gonna save it for my uh, it's season season. So okay, sounds good. Um, so uh, back to the podcast. Um, Kevin Garnett this week had a great quote, and he is the SJW um, warrior that the SJW ally that we all need. Um, because KG has his own show. Um, he's got his Area 21, and he like recently has been ex- almost exclusively having WNBA players on there because, quote, I don't think the WNBA gets celebrated on the level that it should be, so I try to tell both sides, highlight both sides, and give women their due. So shouts out to KG for uh, um, giving women their, uh, their chance in the spotlight. Hashtag boycott Gillette. I guarantee KG uses Gillette. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. That will um, one, one more quote that I think is great. He said, uh, this is my chance. I have a platform. I'm able to highlight things I think are interesting and cool and show their perspective. So good on KG for just using his power and platform to highlight uh, minorities. 
Kevin and then, Garnett stays winning, stays above all else. Which so, also, I think, I, I, I think this is maybe another fun game we can do. But um, he, that's a real like surprising person for me, like for, to be SJ, like to be super progressive. Like, I don't. If you if you were to pick one guy while they were playing to be like Mr. Progressive SJW guy, I don't know if you could have picked like a guy like less likely to do that than Kevin Garnett. Just like an angry, like just a super angry guy who didn't go to college, like. Yeah, this this makes me really nervous. I don't want to give a guess. Okay, never I mind. I don't trust myself. <laughs> I don't trust myself. I, this is nothing to do with you. This is all me. I, it's like if Patrick Perkins came out tomorrow and was like, like all of a sudden, like using all of his money and power to like highlight on like with the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Wouldn't have guessed that. But uh, this is this next topic is the last thing for the NBA, and it's uh, probably the most important thing happening in the NBA right now. Um, and it's when you look at the NBA standings, a lot of people like to look at the top. But here at Ottawa's Podson, you know, we do things a little differently, where we go against the grain, and we like to look at the bottom of the standings for the tank race. Yep. Uh, because right now we are in the middle of a heated four-way tank off that is just getting started. And now that the Bulls uh, just lost Wendell Carter Jr. for this season. Not this season. But you oh, know, he's not out for the season. Big loss. A, a good chunk. <laughs> Huge yeah, um, injury. So um, yeah, so right now currently uh, the Cavaliers are winning the tank off at a, a dismal nine and thirty-seven. Um, they are one and nine over the last nine games, and they've lost two in a row. But the Bulls are coming for the throne. Go ahead. I have I have zero proof of this, but I can almost guarantee that Jeremy somehow injured on purpose Wendell Carter Jr. I don't have any proof, but I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> we can neither confirm nor deny that Jeremy may or may not have uh, put a little bit of Crisco on the floor during practice. <laughs> Look, man, I knew they were shopping Robin Lopez. I knew they weren't going to stop no matter what happened. So, you know, we had to slip in there and uh, take care of business. Wendell Carter's out. Robin Lopez probably going to get traded. Time for the big Brazilian. Cristiano Felicio to get some starting time. Oh, what a name. Oh, what Cristiano name. Felicio, man. And he is thick. He's like 6'9", like 260, 270. He is big. He's kind of fat. But but so just to highlight how the Bulls are really making a run right now, uh, they just lost Wendell Carter, and they are currently on a nine-game losing streak. So, I mean, I think this losing streak could go 10, 15, 20 games. Hottest team in the NBA. Absolutely the hot. You know the Warriors only have a seven-game win streak right now. So, I mean, do better. Uh, and We're the streaking. Knicks, are, the Knicks are close behind. They have, they also only have ten wins, but they've played one less game than the Bulls. And then the Suns are in fourth place at eleven and thirty-five, which I think is the surprising one for everybody because I really thought that the Suns would be. They, I mean, they always lead. They're the perennial favorites in the tank off every year. You know how mad I'm going to be when the Cavs win the lottery again. Yeah, they're gonna win the lot. Yeah, because it's rigged. Because the lottery's rigged. The Cavs are gonna win the lottery, and then LeBron's gonna come back again. <laughs> Do you guys want to know how much money Cristiano Felicio is making to be a fifteenth man? Too much. Seven million dollars. Actually, very close. Four years, thirty-two million dollars. What? It's okay. Delhi's getting paid more than that. Oh my God! I'm so glad we're out of that contract. <laughs> He's in the second year of a $32 million contract. I can't believe he's like four for 40. What the hell? <laughs> B, 
Bill's still triggered about that contract. It's so bad. It was bad. As soon as we signed it, I knew it was bad. And it I was, was like, bad. None of this will turn out good. Shouts but, out um, our uh, friend Tyler Nelson, who uh, told who told us that he thinks that that is a good contract and that he likes Delhi. Yeah, and then yeah. and then proceeded to spend the next two three seasons just texting me nonstop. I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Tyler and his kid. Okay, well that's it for the the tank off. Um, I just uh, keep your eyes on that. You know, people are going to be talking a lot about the Warriors, the Rockets, the Bucks. You know, the Raptors. Blah 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 blah. There are four teams you need to worry about, and none of them have over eleven wins. Brady, we started this. We started this segment with Boogie is back. It's over, guys. Stop paying attention to the top. Just let's look at the bottom. Yeah, it's over. You're right. Jeremy, you're so let's look at the bottom. The only interesting thing at the top is is Boogie gonna fight anyone? (laughs) All the action is happening at the bottom. Yeah, so if you guys really want to get in on this action, noon black noon on Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, NBA kicking off with Bulls Cavs. Money line (laughs) spread is even. We're putting money on the Cavs. They're taking it home at home. This is a must this is a must lose game for both. Must lose. And it can't win. Yes, must lose and can't win. <laughs> I think we all need to tune into that game. Oh, well, it's appointment television. Yeah, it's noon, noon on well, noon central. Sorry, guys, we're getting a little confused with our time zones. Some people in here, not me, getting confused with our time zones. Noon central, Bulls Cavs. Well, actually, I'll actually be able to watch this game. Speaking Ooh. of appointment television, we got NFL championship round tomorrow football football Football. okay so we are going to start at saints rams when do they play tomorrow i'm assuming at noon two o'clock two o'clock saints rams two o'clock it is in new orleans wow hey guys hey guys don't know if you heard saints play better in the dome the saints have a dome different team in the dome I, I didn't I even know the Saints had a dome, dude. Weird. Wild. That's crazy. Believe it or not. Do you guys know I Max know. Scherzer has two different colored eyes? Get out what? of here. <laughs> yeah, dude, look it up. He's got two different colored eyes. No way. What are they? Oh, like? dude. Blue and brown? I don't know. Is it, what, is, it is one of them, like, super white, like a husky? Ooh. That'd be that would cool. be kind of cool, actually. Also, Brady, did red. you know that... Did you, Brady, did you know that Adam Thielen, that wide receiver for the Vikings? Yeah, he went to Mankato State. He went to Minnesota Mankato State. Did you know that Jimmy Graham played basketball in college? What? Guys, Julius Speaking Peppers Jimmy played Graham, at North Carolina. Yes. Saints versus Rams. So we got Saints minus three and a half today. Tomorrow. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> no, two minutes. Get out of here. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy just like get, just calls himself out. Jesus, no, Jeremy, we need you. We need you. You're our Jeremy's our degenerate. Okay, we need him. Okay, I'm back. So here's the thing. I told Brady. I've set a little rule for myself: not allowed to bet on football games or basketball games of whatever if I'm not going to be able to watch them because that's just you know that's when we get into bad news. I will be at work. I cannot watch this first game, which is totally fine because every time I don't watch games, they're the best games of the the whole season. 
I fell asleep on the couch for the second half of this game when they first played, and it was really, really good. And I also fell asleep for the back half of the Seahawks-Packers game, and that would have been really fun to watch, but fell asleep. So, so. Public service announcement from Jeremy. He's not going to be able to watch the game, so it is going to be good. So tune in. Yes. Tune in. Yes. So I, if we're making picks here, Saints are a different team in the Dome. I'm going to take the Saints. Give me the points. Three and a half, they cover. Wait, are we picking? Are we picking who's gonna like? Are we gonna betting on a line here? Or are we just picking winners? Um, Brady is degenerate season. Okay, pick up, pick, pick the team based on the spread. Oh God. <laughs> so, am I allowed to like? Uh, is, this it should be allowed that you can use like nicknames from past teams. So like, the Rams are still to me the greatest show on turf, right? So, uh, they are playing on turf in the dome. So taking the Rams. Ooh. Different team in the dome versus greatest show on turf. I mean, what are you gonna do? It's a coin flip. Uh, Bill, I think you're up. Bill, is that how that works? Yeah, I think you're next. I'm obviously the dramatic ending. Obviously. Yeah, okay. Sorry, you're right. Um, boy, I mean, different different team in the dome. The greatest <laughs> show on turf. Minus three and a half. I you mean, got Sean versus Sean. Sean versus Sean. I mean, we got. Wait, do they spell it? Hold on, here. They do spell it the same. Ooh. Hmm. That's a tough one. So I know. So they're in the dome. So I know. I know. Right about halftime, uh, Pay- Sean Payton's gonna pop some Molly. Um, <laughs> but does 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 uh does McVay does he does he have a a drug of choice or? Um, he, he's, he's a millennium, so he probably does Adderall. I was just going to say Adderall. No one comes up with that offense unless you're really wired. <laughs> he's just sitting there just drawing plays. Like, oh, we got to do this. And this, and this, this. Just doing a cheap bump of Addy in the, in the locker room. Listen to me. This is going to work. This is going to work. <laughs> I'm going to fake it to the running back three times in one play, and then we're going deep. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good thing after 15 seconds, the QB's radio gets cut off because Sean McVay is still talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's just nonstop talking the entire game. He never shuts up. Yeah. <laughs> Goff just happens to hear what he's talking about in those 15 second clips and then just cuts out. <laughs> wow. So my my heart wants the Rams, but my brain's picking the Saints. So what are you going with? So which one are you going with your heart or your brain? What about your gut? Hold on. What is your gut say? Yeah, what is your gut pick? My gut picks the Chiefs, but that's a different game. (laughs) I'm going with the Saints. Oh! Team. Fuck the Saints. I'm picking the Rams. Team. Over, over, under, three and a half gadget plays for Taysom Hill. Ooh. Over. Definitely over. Getting too gimmicky. Is that, I, is that actually uh, – is that actually – I'll bet on it right now. Is that real? Do that? Uh, I don't know. You can find it somewhere. I'm maybe. calling it right now the miracle in well, – I was going to say uh, my title doesn't work. Never mind. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here, right. So, so let, me, let, me, let, me paint the, let me paint the picture for you. It is a tie game late in the fourth quarter. No, the Saints are down four late in the fourth. Okay. And on a punt deep in their own territory, the Rams are blocked by Taysom Hill coming off the edge. 
scoop and score. Steve Gleason. It's pandemonium. Saints win. Oh, oh, I like that. You can say the Rams. Uh, the Rams would die on that hill. Nice. Get out of here. Two um, minutes. Get the fuck out of here, Mike. No, get out of here. Two minutes. No. Don't let get, the Saints get, get to Atlanta. Out of here. Saying, get out of here. Don't let the Saints. No. Get to Ooh, I have. If the Saints win, are we going to hear Chris Berman say the Saints are going marching? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What kind of what kind of question is that? The well, Saints are marching, marching to the Super Bowl anymore. So that was my limited fake Berman. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was like a it was like a it was like a Chris Berman Nixon match. <laughs> very jowly, yeah, you're right. That was a very yeah. jowly. <laughs> you had like the 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 little throat jiggled. <laughs> All right, second game of the afternoon for a trip to the Super Bowl. Do the Patriots win their eighth AFC Championship game? Well, they don't win their eighth one, but Jesus. Anyway, Chiefs, Pats, Belichick. Andy Reid, I cannot, cannot bet on Andy Reid to beat Bill Belichick. I just can't do it. Gut feeling, have, opposite of Bill, Patriots. I have two words for you, Jeremy. Arctic blast. <laughs> it's going to be like 20 degrees. Yeah, I was going to say, it's Kansas City. It's not like it's the Midwest. It, the Northeast. Kansas City is absolutely the Midwest. It gets cold, but we're hearing that it's not going to be that cold Northern tomorrow. Midwest. You know what I mean? You know what I meant? Shut up. <laughs> you know what? I'm on it. I'm checking the I'm checking the weather report for that game because I have not heard cold. I have heard cold, not Arctic cold. Really? I all I've been hearing is Arctic blast all week. I think people just are just trying to play it up. Arctic, there's an Arctic weather front coming. Like it's called an Arctic front. So the so the news so the the, the lamestream media is just. Making a hyperbolic. Is this headline. like the polar vortex? <laughs> what? What is that? You guys don't remember that? Educate us. Oh my god. So this was probably, oh god, like six, seven years ago. Uh, there was this massive cold front that hit the Midwest, was, and I think the East Coast too. It's called the polar vortex. It was like. I mean, it was like it was like fifteen below zero. It was like the high. Um, I have I googled it. Um, the polar vortex. Um, uh, never mind. It's just pictures from CBS News. I'm gonna find myself for that. Damn it. Um, I I want to give a big shout out right now to all of the suckers, all of the suckers, and you know who you are. If you're taking the Chiefs in this game. You are a sucker. I love Absolute that word, Mike. I love that sucker. word, Mike. This, this is a this is a guaranteed. There is no way that this game has been won by Tom Brady and Bill Belichick for the entire history of the NFL before they were even born, before they had even thought about NFL plays. Suckers. I want to give a shout out to all of the suckers because if you <laughs> because if you are out there taking the Chiefs, you're a sucker. Absolutely. Is this your lock of the week, Mike? Because I this love it. I, I, I just, I, there's, I, I bet I put my entire, I put a second mortgage on my house and put all of my equity. Wait, Mike. The, so you pick, you pick the Rams too, right? Mm-hmm. You know what's a fun little prop bet you can do? Futures plus 400. Rams, Patriots, Super Bowl. Both away teams oh, winning. Plus 400. Put it down. 
Put it down. All this right, be, we're on this it. Is, no, this is one of this. Listen to me. This is perfect because Tom Brady's first Super Bowl win, they beat the, the Rams. Rams. And now Tom Brady's going to lose. It's going to be the end of Belichick Brady, and it's going to be the start of Goff and McVay. Oh, geez. I don't know about that. Over. So he's projecting, he's, Mike is projecting the win over the MVP and then a lose the way that they started the dynasty. I'm guaranteeing it. Guys, the update, game time temperature, 27 degrees, mostly cloudy. It's it not even cold. Mad. What's the wind? What's the wind speed? Ooh, I don't know. Doesn't have that. Well, that's kind of pertinent information. Wind. All right, let's check it out. Um, Starting around 5 o'clock, 7 miles per hour. That ain't, ain't even a thing. Seven okay, miles well, per hour, nothing. You might as well call me a blow pop because I am a sucker for the Chiefs. You are a sucker. You are a sucker. Mike plus four hundred Chiefs Ram or Patriots Rams Super Bowl matchup. I'm going to put twenty five bucks on it right now. All right, do oh, wow. it. By the way, that's all the equity I have in the house. Yeah. You don't say that. <laughs> I'll even I'm like, you know I'm even gonna get an update I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that line here as we move on if Maybe anybody wants check to check the weather report too I already did I already checked the weather report you know what I'll check it check what okay, I already so checked the weather I report have a question, though. I have a question who do you guys think would be the most fun to see in the in this like the Super Bowl not who do you think is gonna win these games like who's the most fun matchup like Rams I feel like the Saints aren't fun. Rams that, but that's just me. You don't think the Saints are fun? I mean, I want—I actually do want Patriots Rams. I would like the rematch of the first Brady Super Bowl. Rams Chiefs. I, I think my most fun matchup would be the Green Bay Packers. But get out of here! What the? <laughs> Go bleep yourself! Yeah, get, get out, out of here. here! We hate you. Two minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> it is indeed still plus four hundred. Rams Chiefs. All right. Rams I'm Patriots. Right. Jesus. But no, I, I Brady. I do think that Rams Patriots is <laughs> my most fun one. I like. I love. I love the storylines. I love the drama. I love the uh, the rhetoric. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the Patriots are like LeBron, where it's like everybody like he, they're always gonna be in the Super Bowl, and like people are like, oh, you know, they're back in the Super Bowl every year. It's so boring, but it's like no, we love it when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl because we love to hate them. Like, we love to root against them in the Super Bowl. I like to and root for them. they're going to play really well. They're such frauds. Dude. I like to root so for annoying. them. They're so annoying. That's because you're a, you're a bandwagon fan, Jeremy. You're a front runner. I like dominance when my team isn't good. You're a front runner. Sure. You're also a huge Alabama fan for no reason. I want to see undefeated dominance, and they get smoked. I was a little upset. A little upset. I yeah. You wanted to see yeah. undefeated dominance. You should have root for the Clemson Tigers. Damn it! They didn't go undefeated, did they? Fifteen and all, baby. First team to ever do it. Oh well, don't like them. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I rescind my front runner take because Jeremy didn't jump on the most front runner thing ever. So, I don't like all right, we got a Hawk Harrelson quote here. Uh, Hawk Harrelson, for those of you who don't know, <coughs> Brady. Brady. Uh, Brady. Is, oh, yeah, I'm the only one. one. I'm the only one. Yep. You are. Put it on. We should. We should put it. I'm on, on it right now. Button. I'm already yeah, do doing it. it. Um, do you know who Hawk Harrelson is? Yes <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, I, Brady might be vindicated here. Um, so Hawk Harrelson was the announcer for the White Sox. He retired, and I don't know what he was before that. Was has he always been the White he Sox? He was an all-star first baseman. Read a book. 
<laughs> I mean, he was their announcer for a pretty long time, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Keep it going. And so and so he had a quote, Bill. You want to give him the quote? Yeah. Uh, so he, Hawk Harrelson said, retirement is overrated. All I'm doing is watching Walker, Texas Ranger, and turning a lot of smeared off into urine. <laughs> <laughs> what else would a guy named Hawk be watching than Walker, Texas Ranger? Bonanza. I mean, that's a good one. Mash. Anything with Clint Eastwood or John Wayne in it. Mash yeah. is a good one. Um, Fox News. <laughs> oh yes absolutely <laughs> just sitting there getting hammered bitching about the millenniums he probably hates AOC <laughs> that is too funny uh, okay so this says uh, something about what pitcher would you choose to start a game 7 one second before we, before we go on to that which just sounds okay. super tantalizing Hawk Harrelson played from 1963 to 1971 for five different teams and is just about credited for creating the batting glove. Harrelson is often credited with inventing the batting glove by wearing a golf glove while at bat with the A's. So he's the first one? What year was this? He played for the A's in 1967. He was the first one to have soft hands. Soft. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess he's just a soft soy boy beta. That's why I don't know about him, because he's soft. Think about how many home runs Babe Ruth would have hit if he could wear batting gloves. 900. You're right. Yeah, but but if you get all that pine tar on your batting gloves, then you can't shovel down all those hot dogs in between at bats. So He could drink so many more beers in the dog. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He would have just been naturally doing Edward 40 hands. (laughs) <laughs> it's the it's the world's first drinking glove. <laughs> okay, okay so, I actually do have uh, some more fun hawk stats and facts if you want them really quick. So it looks like he only broadcasted for the Sox, the Red Sox from 1975 until he was fired in 1981 for criticizing their co-owner and just openly bashing the team and their owner. So then in 1982, he became the White Sox broadcaster. And then in 1986, he became their GM. And during his one season as GM, he fired Tony La Russa and, yeah. <laughs> and assistant general manager Dave Dombrowski. And then he also traded oh. he also traded a rookie, Bobby Bonilla. Isn't Dombrowski, isn't he like the Red Sox GM now? Yeah, he was the Tigers, yeah. I'm not really oh. sure, but he did a lot. Now he's the Red Sox. He now did a Sox. lot in one year as a GM. He, he also, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe he coined the phrase, he gone. <laughs> because he would always, he would always say that uh, when dudes got ejected. That's good. All right, well, that's all I have on Hawk for you. Hawk. Definitely, Hawk definitely a foot Lord, yes. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Jeremy. What? I got a question for you. Hit me. It's a tantalizing question. What pitcher would you choose to start a game seven? John Lester. Boo. Boo this question. Boo. Kyle no, Hendricks. Boo you because I think it's interesting. Kyle Hendricks. 
Who would I start? Hmm, I'm rifling through. Uh, is this anybody hmm. at any time ever? Anybody at any time ever. Oh, this is any pitcher. Cy Young, beat me. Um, Satchel Page. <laughs> Very appropriate timing for you, Jeremy. I, well, what do you I mean? hate this question. So Not much. Kershaw. What do you mean, Mike? Uh, Mark Burley. Oh, Ooh. that's a good one. But only if he's been only if he's been drinking beers. Mark Burley. Mark Burley. I want I want the dude who threw a no hitter on on acid. Doc, that's Doc the guy. Allen. Doc. Yeah, I want Doc. Can um, I say more like Roy Halladay? Yeah. Bill, more like Mark Beerley. Am I right? There you go. Pedro. PD. I, if I had if I had to choose someone for beating up old people, I'd pick Pedro. <laughs> that guy had it coming. If, if I if I had to pick someone for beating up young people, I'd pick Nolan Ryan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, guys, not to backtrack, but uh, I just remembered this: Dwayne Wade's last game at the United Center, playing in Chicago. Miami minus three and a half, or minus three, all in. Bulls are losing. Get smoked. Heat? Yes. Hey, Bulls are getting hey, smoked. Jeremy, that should be minus two, as in two minutes get out of here. <laughs> but see, that, that's a problematic time because uh, now we're supposed to go to Jeremy for his degenerate update. So I'll just fill for a little bit and tell the, the listener what's going on. So uh, recently, um, so we have a group chat for the pod, and we just, you know, we just post Twitter things in there. We talk about sports and stuff, just general, uh, like, dank memes and stuff. I wouldn't say that our group chat is better than the podcast. Oh, and absolutely. It's not, it's not, like, hard to do, but it is better. Yeah, I know. It's much more well-prepared. Um, and uh, recently, I've been noticing a trend where Jeremy will just come out of the woodwork and say that he's betting on game X and then get mad or happy about the result. And it's been happening a lot. And it's also spreading to the rest of the pod because I've been noticing because now Mike and Bill are starting to put money down on things. And it's very concerning, guys. This is like a borderline intervention. I can't I can't put money because my car doesn't work out on Bovada. I'll give you a loan at three and a half percent. Deal. This is what I'm talking about, okay? Can I come back? Yeah. Yes. Two times. It's been two games. Actually, three games, two bets. And I'm telling you guys because it's better to keep these things out in the open than I come back one week later and I'm like, guys, I bet on five games and I lost all of them. Yeah. I'm letting you guys know ahead of time. It wasn't a problem for me until I, you know, put a second mortgage on my house and put all the equity on the Patriots. So, but that's a guarantee. So, <laughs> this is actually is it a gamble if you know you're going to win. It's not. Mike is going to be living and dying on every single play in that game. <laughs> this is actually a really good time to veer into segments because my my back from the dead has to do with what we're talking about. Well, this would actually be it. a bad time to veer into segments because we're not finished with this topic. We kind of are. <laughs> All right. God. What else do you have to say, Bill? Well, the reason that I brought up this question is because this was asked on ESPN of a bunch of former players. Hit me. So Andre Ethier said Chad, Chad Billingsley – uh, Mark Cotton, the, the fullback for what? Please. Billingsley, Billingsley. Please stop uh, interrupting. Billingsley, you're Chris, coming. Chris Iannetta went with uh, big time Timmy Tim. 
Oh, are you going back to that World Series thing? I'm unsure of what you're talking about. The Game 7 question? Is that what you're doing? Yes, I am. Oh, God. Okay. Get okay. out of okay. here. What no, are we no, doing? Bill, keep it coming, Bill. Keep it coming. I'm interested uh, in this. Brandon Inch said Roy Halladay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Dave Raymond said Greg Maddox. Greg. And my boy, former Brewers pitcher Seth McClung. His answer was Seth McClung. <laughs> I don't ever want anyone with the first name Seth starting game seven for me. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Here's the one one for McClung, and it's a swing and a drive. Deep left here. <laughs> Here's the first pitch of the season. Oh my god, it's a home run. What are, what, what other what other first names would you not want starting your game seven? Ooh, is this a this is a, this is a better question? Wait, a good angle, Brady. Nice job. Much better. Royce. Royce? I don't like. Yeah, I, Royce. I, would, I wouldn't want a Reese. I definitely wouldn't want a Reese. Okay. Wait, are we just doing names or like actual people? No, I'll just the names. names. Just like I if I tell you the first name of your game seven pitcher is Reese, are you excited? Like, are you confident? I wouldn't want a Wade. Mm, that's a good uh, one. Wade is Wade is a tough one. Clayton. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> I made I made that joke yeah. like five minutes ago and no one said anything. What about <laughs> Nolan? <laughs> yeah, really. I, I don't want Nolan. I don't. I actually don't want Nolan. I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> if, you're if, if you take Nolan Ryan out of the picture, I do not want a Nolan starting game seven. I said Hendricks. I don't want a Kyle either. No. If you're named, if you are named after a city, I don't want you. Jarrett, like Dallas, that, exactly like Dallas. <laughs> Dallas Braden. I don't want Jarrett with a T. With a D is fine, but with a T, I don't want Jarrett. I also wouldn't. I don't know if I would want a Garrett either. That's a good one. I wouldn't want a Garrett. Keith. Would you guys want a Cliff? Oh, oh I'd want a Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Cliff. Oh, I want a Cliff. Yeah. But a Keith, no. What about Kieran? No. No. I would I see. I would not mind. I I don't think Keith is bad. Yeah. Keith is kind of okay. Tough. You show up. Okay. Yeah. Have fun like game seven with a Keith. Have what about a Rick? Game. No, I want a Rick. Yeah, I, I, I like. You want a Ricky with a Y? Yes, even more than Rick. Actually. Yeah. If you yeah, if you're like a Ricky, if you if you, if it's like short for something, I think I might want it more. Yeah. Like a Ricky or like a like a Jimmy. Would you want a Jimmy? Yes. That's a tough one. I don't know. Art? art. What about art? No. No. We're not making. Then, we're not making arts anymore. No, I don't want Arthur either. No, Arthur's no. We're not. Arthur's we're not making arts anymore. We are not making arts. Shout uh, out! Shout my great uncle. Name was Art. Uh, shout out! Uh, <laughs> my grandpa was named Art. Um, and shout out! Uh, a frequent listener and uh, notorious bad podcaster Tim Tim Kaiser for his middle name being Arthur. Well, we also didn't want Arthur, so ugh. yeah. Well, I don't want Tim pitching my game either. So, oh, you don't want Tim. No. Uh, speaking of speaking of Tim, do we Tim have Jeremy, do we have the sound of Tim floundering on the podcast? I can put it in. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Put it in let's right put here. it in here. Go ahead. Oh, I didn't have anything prepared. I I just assumed that. You All right, that's two minutes. Two minutes. Me. Get out of here. Two minutes. <laughs> Well, that was Tim. Um, he said he was prepared. Clearly, he was not prepared. So he's gonna go in the penalty box for a while. Maybe we'll come back. I don't know. So all this talk about how the Cubs have the championships and the Brewers don't. 
once we get one, we'll be way ahead in champion wins per championships per year. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Tim. I don't know. Can we erase this and maybe maybe we start over next week? Well, I mean, we were down to the minors, so maybe you get a rehab assignment. Maybe we'll you know get you a few more swings and maybe come back up for the big time. So, Tim. I was really nervous. I didn't know what to do with my hands. I, I mean, the acoustics in this room are terrible. You know that. I've had a cold for like a month. Can you hear me? Here. Yeah, that, was, that was great. Yeah. So, uh, you're welcome, Tim. Idiot. Uh, okay. So, uh, Jeremy, did you want to go ahead with your back from the dead? I do, yeah. After Bill brought us back. It was, it was good that he swung us back. This was fun. But my oh, back. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. You're welcome for saving your segment, Bill. I'm, okay. Back from the dead, not trusting the Raptors. They oh, yeah. Su- they suck and I hate okay. them. Yeah. They suck and I hate them. Kawhi is their whole team. Danny Green is bad. They don't have a real center. I hate them. They're bad. And Kyle Lowry can't be trusted either. You know Bomb. what they could use? They could use a loony. Oh, <laughs> a loony tune. Yeah, so I bet them. I got, I got, I got $25 of my use $25 of my free play money from uh you know putting in x amount getting the same amount in free play they're 25 bucks on the raptors just money line just beat the celtics the celtics have been floundering and they're terrible they're not terrible but they've been terrible and they just did everything wrong Kawhi did everything right and everybody else did everything wrong and they were down by four the entire second half could never scrum from that four point deficit and danny green's taken fadeaway jump shots taken off the dribble shots that are clanking off the backboard. Oh my god, I'm so done with Danny Green. I've hated him ever since the 2013 finals. And he's still making my life miserable. And why do you hate him because of the 2013 finals, Jeremy? Because he set that record for most threes made in the finals through the first five games. Then he went one for five and one for six in game seven. And and, and allowed who to win a championship? The Heat. And who's, who's, who's on the Heat? Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to LeBron James. Every single every single NBA take Jeremy has comes back to LeBron James. Like it's like it's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. It all comes back to LeBron. Time is a flat circle. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, back from the dead. My back from the dead is my uh, my Twitter boycott. I'm off Twitter again. Oh, I'm off Twitter again. So I, uh, I I really didn't have anything prepared for the entire podcast. So is that oh, is there until Monday? What was on Monday? No, this coming Monday. Oh yeah, I don't want to be a part of any of that. Okay. I don't want to be. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see all the frauds on Twitter, pre, like kissing MLK all over the place. And I look back at their Twitter feeds and they're ripping Kaepernick. I don't want any of it in my life because I'll I'll lose it. I'll lose it. I've kept politics off my Twitter for a very long time, and I won't be able to do it on Monday. Bill, what about you? My back from the dead. DJ Wilson. Ooh. Um, I, hey, hand up. I will be the first one to admit I was ready to fire this dude out of a cannon. I fucking <laughs> hated him. This dude was beyond garbage. And now, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because Jason Kidd is such a bad head coach or it's just because uh, Mike Boonholster is really good at developing like role players, but DJ Wilson is back. He, he, a couple weeks ago, he locked down Blake Griffin, locked him down. We won the game. Uh, um, he's been – he had a double-double the other night. I mean, this dude is athletic. Athletic. This man is an athlete. 
So I'm all I'm all in on DJ Wilson hype. Me too. Brady, uh, you're back from the dead. My back from the dead is the Paternos are back from the dead, um, because Jay Paterno last week uh, decided to. Um, Joe's I brother, Joe Pa. Um, okay. He decided to write an op-ed in the Arab Times about how great Saudi Arabia is and how not backwards and not progressive it is. Like how it's like actually a great place and it's changing for the better while they're actively murdering journalists and killing activists. So Hey, but I'm pretty sure women can drive. So Yeah, I was going to say women can drive only to their jobs or to get groceries. Where else do they need to go? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, just hey, Jay Paterno, just go fuck yourself. Nobody needed your Saudi Arabia take. Nobody Mike, needed it. Mike, to be fair, I did think Brady just mispronounced Patino. That's what I thought too. I thought he was like, I was like, who the hell is Jay Patino? No, it's Paterno. I promise. Yeah. I yeah. know you're you yeah. are right, but I was at first I was like, I think he just mispronounced Patino. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what? what I thought too. You know what? You guys, you know what? I am I am standing in Brady's corner right now. You guys, we we hey hand up. We all give him shit for not knowing who Hawk Harrelson is. How do you guys not know who Jay Paterno is? I know who Jay Paterno is. Well, I know who the Paternos are, but I didn't know that he has like a fair. son. I Jay. don't even 100% know who Jay Paterno is. Well, I know he's right. so now you, you completely invalidated my friends for you. <laughs> I just read the article and I saw a picture of him wearing a Penn State jacket. That's all I know. <laughs> it was a Deadspin article, man. I got caught up by the headline. Mike, <laughs> Mike, do you have a back from the dead for us? I did mine. So it's season season. Uh, Jeremy, what's your season season? Oh, I was going to use it last week, but you know we're even a little bit closer to certain NBA oh. things. It is Woj season. It is absolutely Woj season. Let go. It's no sleep season. Woj isn't getting any sleep for a month. It's got to be the worst time of the year for him. I'll bet you it's the best. He probably gets such a rush out of it, and then he just takes a nap for a week when it's all over. Oh. He's, he's got to be on trades right now. And even after the trade deadline, he's going to be tweeting about the All-Star Game um, draft, which, hey, guys, we're going to try to do a live pod for the draft. It's going to be oh. super fun. And, you should do Twitch. and then after the trade deadline, he's got buyout season. So That's Woj's fair. got a lot of work going on. Woj, we feel for you because I just that has got to be the most stressful two weeks of his life. It's also Shams getting cucked season. That's right. <laughs> See, but the thing is, Shams has been dunking on him. Yeah, a little he's, bit. He's been scooping him. It's like lately. Stephen A. He's just Woj's a little bit too tired. He's doing too much. But I feel like even if Shams gets a scoop, Woj can just tweet the same thing and it'll have way more impact than Shams because Shams is on fucking Yahoo. No, Shams is like with, well, I guess he's with Yahoo and Stadium. He's with like Watch Stadium or something like that. I don't know why he's doing that. Money? Yeah, but I don't know how much money they have. Anyway, who else has a, what season is it, boys? I got one for um, you. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal Mike's joke that he just put into the uh, the group chat. Um, it's because Shams is a sham. Yeah. Guys, yeah, sham God. Believe, speaking I to the cannot, I cannot believe that you guys have not come up with this one. It's mock draft season. Oh. <laughs> oh I've seen so many NBA and NFL mock drafts. I saw. Uh, I think it was like. It was like Bucky Brooks or one of those dudes. Mock draft number one came out like Wednesday. Wait, Ooh. Bucky Brooks is a person? What a name. Uh, yeah. All right, let's Ow. get him on the pod. Let's let's go pod. ahead and look him up. See, Bill, this would usually be the time of year where I'm looking at mock drafts, but I don't have a first or second round pick this year. Ooh. 
You I, know who does? I think that a good contract. John Gruden has your picks. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you know what we need to do next year? Hey, Bill, do me a favor. Write this down. This is big. Okay, okay. put it on the calendar. Sure. We need to be the first one to come out with a mock draft every year. Okay. Ooh. Well, see, here's the thing is, yeah, no, we should do that. I'm just, I was just thinking of, uh, uh, in the college football, immediately after the championship game comes out, ESPN puts out their way too early top 25. There it is. Yes, first, first two mock draft. Got it. Okay, Written cool. down. Okay, thank you. Why don't we just do a mock draft right now for the next like 10 years? Ooh, That's not a bad idea. Get ahead of the game. <laughs> There's a there's a there's a uh, seven year old in Pensacola, Florida that I've been scouting for a while. I'm really excited about where he, his development. <laughs> the scouting the scouting information has dipped a little bit because Bill got kicked out of the last practice for for, for standing in the bushes, but it's fine. It's a little bit <laughs> weird. Binoculars, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I showed him my badge. I, I was like, I'm I'm credentialed. I'm allowed to be here. I have they a podcast. They didn't buy it. <laughs> Brady. An and business card? Yeah. <laughs> Brady. What? What season is it? Um, are you asking me for my season season? Is yeah. That yeah. 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 Okay. What season is it? Um, it's it's petty season. Season. Uh, because uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw this. Actually, no, you did because I think I sent it to you or somebody sent it to me. Um, but uh, so Blake Griffin returned to uh, the Staples Center last week or the week before. Um, and uh, during warm-up, Steve Ballmer came down and tried to shake his hand, and Blake Griffin walked towards him, may have made eye contact, then turned his head directly down to the floor and sprinted to the locker room, like six inches from the guy and left. His his hand was literally outstretched like for a handshake and like just left him hanging. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen, and I love that he did it. It's the it pettiest. was so awkward. Like, like... Oh, it's so good. He, he like he's like oh I do that at, like before every game. What an awkward thing to do to just like walk toward the sidelines and then just randomly take off sprinting. Yeah, Where Brady. You get that idea. You're That's for- so weird. Yeah, Brady, you're forgetting he does it every game. <laughs> no, that was absolutely a petty move. That was the best thing. And the best part was that Steve Ballmer like he kind of tried to play it off. Like he like turned he like put his hand down and like turned away and then like there was some guy standing at mid court. I don't know if he, I don't know who he was. He might have just been a ball boy, but Steve Ballmer just looked at him and just kind of like was trying to like explain himself to him. Like I don't know what happened. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and like walked it off and he just left. He left immediately out of the stadium. He started sweating so hard. I guarantee it. We he was so sweaty after that. We stand with Blake. Yeah. Well, oh, absolutely, because Steve Ballmer is a son of a bitch for what he did. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely an asshole. Mm-hmm. But like that's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> We're gonna I would make be really that. mad if someone sent me to Detroit. I would be so mad at that's them. basketball. <laughs> that's basketball Siberia. We're gonna we're gonna make you a Clipper for life. Oh, you're going to Detroit. Bye, bitch. <laughs> they preemptively hung his jersey in the rafters. You know what the funniest part is? Oh. The Clippers probably won that trade too. Uh, spe- oh, uh, and uh, speaking of hanging your jersey in the rafters, shout out Nick Collison. The Thunder are hanging Nick Collison's jersey in the rafters. He's a terrible player. He's never been good, but he's been with the he's been with the the Thunder for like since since they existed. I think since before they existed, and so they just are retiring his jersey. Yeah, he's Mister Thunder. I believe he's the first jersey retired by the OKC Thunder. Oh yeah, because yeah. Russ because Russ is going to be the only other one who's going to have one because KD's not getting his retired, even though he probably should. Thank. What did KD ever win? <laughs> 
You know how the the like are they gonna uh, put up a banner for losing to to the Golden State Warriors three, up three one in the finals? I mean, he went to the final. He won the Western Conference once. Beat wow. a really good first team. Oh wow! Hang the banner, first team All NBA. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys want a bad joke? No. Yeah. I want your season. Okay. Okay. So I have one yes, one no. Jeremy, you want the joke or no? Yes. Make it quick. Okay, so you know how the Los Angeles uh, USC stadium is called the Coliseum? I think that the uh, OKC should just rename the entire stadium the Nick Coliseum. Get it. <sighs> Thank you. Uh, so my, my season season is it's upset season in Coles Arena, baby. The Badgers take out number two, Michigan, and it's that time of year. It's that time of year because, Brady, Brady, what was the stat that you had uh, about – how many years in a row the Badgers have been in the top 10 team in, in um, the Cole Center? So I'm going to filibuster here for about two seconds. So the Wisconsin Badger Twitter account um, tweeted out a, uh, a a list of all of the top teams that have come into the Cole Center and lost, like, top five ranked teams. And um, I'm searching through their Twitter feed. So if someone wants to go ahead of me, that would be great. Yeah, Mike, I want to go Mike, ahead of you because Mike, Mike, Mike the, called. It's the Cole Center. I'm with you, Bill. Yeah. Arena. That is a fine get out of here. I corrected it before anyone was able to correct me. No, you didn't. Okay, so no, you didn't. Um, I have the list. So starting in 2009, number six, Duke, lost in, in the Cole Center. In 2010, number four, Purdue, and number five, Michigan State, both lost in, in uh, the Cole Center. 2011, number one ranked Ohio State. In 2013, number third ranked, <laughs> number three ranked Michigan. Um, in 2014, eighth ranked Michigan State. 2016, number four ranked Michigan State. And last year, number six ranked Purdue. Now 2019, number two ranked Michigan. Loses in the Cole Center because the Cole Center is where good Big Ten teams go to die. Big Ten's a fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent. Get out of here with that take. It's not even a smart take. The Badgers are disgusting. Get out of here, Jeremy. You lost to the Beavers. You got our poor one out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Okay, Um, I'll go. Um, The poor one out. uh, Poor one out for my sleep uh, because I'm going to have nightmares forever because of this giant fucking shark that they just found off the coast of Hawaii. It's like 25 feet long and weighs over a, two tons. And it's it's a great white shark, and there's just a video of it swimming. And it's it's like a school bus, but it has teeth and can smell blood from miles away. Don't bleed. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> just, maybe just don't go to Hawaii. It's like the furthest thing away from you. But there's like, there's like four divers just like touching it and just swimming around it. I'm like, you guys are all going to get killed. Like, he's going to eat you all, and then he's still going to be hungry because he's 20 feet long. Brady, that thing is swimming next to four of the most deadly killing machines on the planet. Ha, ha, ha. Nice Twitter meme from 2013, Jeremy. Uh, I would like to pour one out for the Oakland A's. They lost Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billy. I'd like to pour one out for the North. It's cold again, like really cold. And I'm sad. Yeah. We just got a bunch of snow last night, and I had to drive home in it, and it was fucking awful. It's yeah, like, we're, we're getting dumped on here up in uh, up in Rochester and Buffalo. We're getting uh, like 16 today or something. It is like two degrees right now, and I'm mad. Wow. Wow. I'd Mike? like to pour one out. I'd like to pour one out for the suckers who bet the Chiefs. Yes. <laughs> just you wait. Oh, just you wait. 
I am going to be vindicated and I will just be basking, basking in it. I'm going to send a whole Costco size pack of lollipops to your house. Good. I'll eat every single one of them. <laughs> All right. And we're trying out one last new segment. Um, uh, no, Mike, you skipped one. No, we didn't. I we absolutely did. Doesn't matter. One. Stat of the day? No one listens to my stat of the day anyways. I, I thought I had a good one. Never mind. I, I mean, have a great one. I have, I have a great one. Say it quick. I got one, too. It's quick. Okay. Um, oh, God. I got to find Okay. Okay. So go ahead, Brady. Most consecutive games averaging 40 points per game. Uh, this is according to Elias Sports Bureau. So, James Harden had 19. Uh, that would be um, fifth all-time. Rick Barry, fourth with 22. Kobe, third with 23. Elgin Baylor, uh, second with 33. I'm sorry, Kobe Bryant had 23. Elgin Baylor had 33. Will Chamberlain is first with 515 games, averaging 40 points consecutively. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's stupid. 515. Uh, <laughs> how many that's, seasons is that? That's, that's over six seasons consecutively. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Uh, my stat of the day, um, so I've been seeing a lot of James Harden hate recently because he's on such a tear, but people are like, he's oh, it's flopper. an ugly brand of basketball. He's a flopper. He shoots so many free throws. Uh, but in 2006, Kobe shot more, averaged more, like almost two more free throws a game than yeah. James Harden Kobe, does now. Kobe's also a winner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just, I just wanted the. I just wanted the Harden haters to shut up because people have been higher volume shooters than him before, and nobody complained then. And, and people, have, people actually like playing, playing with James Harden. People hate Kobe. People hated two thousand six Kobe. People actually like James Harden. Did Teammates Kobe travel like uh, Harden does on every shot. Probably. <laughs> my no, stat of the day. Kobe did was shoot fadeaways. My stat of the day is that the Bulls are scoring 101 points per game in their last place in terms of points per game. Like, 101 points oh, is wow. last. That's oh, pretty wow. bad. <laughs> That's actually pretty wild. That's, uh, yeah. Do you guys actually want me to say mine or no? Just do it. Um, I, have, I, have a good, I have another stat of the day in place of Mike's. Um, the other day when the Warriors uh, put up 51 points in the first quarter, they had an offensive rating of 212. Oh, my God, cool. <laughs> Mike's turn. Do it in the postseason. You cock. Uh, Tiger's 46 PGA Tour wins before he turned 30 would be eighth all-time on the overall all-time wins list. Oh, jeez. Hey, Mike, did you want to do your stat of the day? Yeah. No, actually, I don't want to. All right. My new... What do you have to do with that? <laughs> I hate you. My new segment that we... We completely forgot about stat of the day. I can't believe we forgot about stat of the day. Anyway... New one. Maybe we can find some imaging for it. I'm going to get some just, like, angry music. It's just, Jeremy gets mad at things. Because I get mad at a lot of things that maybe we shouldn't get mad about. But that's, Ron James. that's, that's, not, your, that's not your problem. Uh, let me be mad. Let me be mad about stupid stuff. This one, I think everybody should be mad about it. Because it's the stupidest thing that is taking over the sports post-game landscape. Oh, no. The jersey exchange. The jersey exchange needs to fuck off and fuck off quick. I am so done with the jersey exchange. It is actually the worst thing in the world. I don't give a shit that you and your buddy want to... What are you going to do with the jersey he gives you? 
Why are you exchanging jerseys? Somebody give me one good explanation as to why we're exchanging jerseys. I feel like that only that only should matter if like two like guys who are in the league are playing like their last game against each other and they're both going to be Hall of Famers. Like then that kind of makes sense. But like other than that, like would you like know. me to give you some? Because Ryan Rosillo, it was like the couple days after I told this to Bill, he tweets out, "I would like to keep track of the worst NBA jersey exchange." It's like he feels me on a spiritual Did he steal level. Steal your idea. No, I don't think he did. I think you he is under Ryan Russillo for for thieving takes. I think he just knows what I'm all about. Let me put in or no. So then yeah. the replies have some of the best ones. We have Blake Griffin and Darius Slay, who was in the crowd for some reason at the Detroit game. We have former teammates <laughs> for like two years, Dwayne Dedman and Jonathan Simmons exchanging jerseys. Dwayne Dedman? Yes, and Jonathan Simmons. Dwayne Wade and George Hill. Hey man, they were teammates. Dwayne Wade and George Hill. Well, George Hill's bad. So dumb. And this one, this one Brady's going to love. It oh, is, man. this is Tony Parker, Frank Nilekina, and Nick Batum. And Nick Batum's holding his own jersey in the picture. I will, I will pay any amount of money to shoot a rocket with just Nick Batum on it into the sun. My favorite one that got a nice Rosillo tweet out of it, because he, all the replies... We got some people telling him some of the stuff that's going on that he can't keep up with. And one of them involved Langston Galloway. It was DJ <laughs> Augustine and Langston Galloway. And Rosillo quote tweeted him uh, and said, no way. Oh, I hate <laughs> DJ Augustine. And Langston Galloway was a bad player for the Knicks like five years ago. <laughs> I hate the NBA jersey exchange. And I, it, need, it needs to stop. It needs to stop right now. There needs to be Commissioner Silver. Commissioner Silver, I'm calling for you to fine everyone who jersey exchanges unless you're with Dwayne Wade. Get <laughs> it done. Forget, never forget when the Badgers beat a top 10 DJ Augustine-led Texas team in Texas. <laughs> when Michael Flowers stole the inbound pass and threw it up in the air. And still Michael out. Flowers, that is a name, dude. Holy shit. And that is how I'd love to end our show. I'm just going to get mad about things. <laughs> So that is it. That is the end of the show. Uh, you are welcome for listening. Brady, tell them what they need to do. So, guys, I've been telling you for a long time to ways to download our podcast, and you're not doing it. You know, we still only have, like, one listener, maybe three. I, Tim, Jim, and Sam. Um, and two of those listeners have been on the – actually, all three of the listeners have been on the pod before. So uh, I don't know what else to do. Um, Tim, Jim, and Sam, you got to start doing some more work, okay? You got to start stealing phones. You got to start downloading them. Tim, I know you have a child. Get her a cell phone. She can start downloading the podcast on there. You know, I, I, Jim, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe use some of your influence to maybe help us out. Um, and Sam, um, maybe you could use your military contacts to, uh, I don't know, like have like the Russians hack, like, use like, get like a military hacker to like bump our numbers up something but uh please please uh, uh rate rate like and uh make sure you destroy that like button down below
Speaking.